Welcome to this special episode of DQB Does the MCU, where Pizza Papa always gets paid. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. <laughs> Dude, Pizza Papa. <laughs> we also have Dave. You stole my line, so I'm just going to say, dead by dawn. <laughs> we have a special guest with us this evening, Doug. Is this where I talk? Yes. I talked. You haven't done one of these in a while. You get one every six months, fellas. <laughs> we use it on this one. Yeah. He requested to be on this one. It's true. I love this movie. I do, too. Uh, so we, we're doing a special episode because uh, this last weekend over Mother's Day weekend, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness released. Convenient timing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was like pushback. At, at some point, it became purposeful, <laughs> but before that, before it got pushed back several times, it was an accident. I just realized, like just now. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I get it," because of mom. Yeah, oh, Doc- yeah. Doctor oh, Strange. Strange's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom. I, uh... And it's about a mother trying yeah. to get her children back. <sighs> Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> On Mother's Day weekend. Uh, so spoilers for Doctor Strange. If you guys haven't watched it, there's moms in it. Uh, there's there's at least one mom in it. Another mom is mentioned. Um, <laughs> technically, there's like an infinite amount of, but well, they don't show like all of everyone in every multiverse, so they're not yeah. actually in the movie. Infinity yeah, you, get that, moms. you get that like there's cascade of Wanda's, but if you haven't yeah. seen the movie, turn this off. Yeah. So we're Sweet spoil Jesus. the fuck out of it. Yep. I already said one of the best lines. Whole movie. So. It's true. Um, so, uh, yeah, it came out this year, 2022, PG-13, two hours and six minutes. I'm not going to do a plot synopsis because it's fucking ridiculous. The basic gist is, you want to do a basic gist synopsis? Do it, yep. Doug. Go ahead, Doug. Okay, so. Movie opens and we get Defender Strange running with Miss America, America Chavez. She doesn't. Have Are you going to do the yet. whole movie? Yeah. Should I not? Yeah. Things happen and they win. There you go. <laughs> nice. I felt like I was there. Who wins? I feel like everyone loses. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Just like, just like, shorten it up. Okay. Don't, don't do like a play by play. Do like a. There's a Doctor Strange. He dies. Then there's our Doctor Strange, and he wakes up, and then Christine gets married, and he's super bummed. And then, like, Shuma, not Shuma, Shuma Gargantos, not Gargantos, shows up, and he fights, and then there's a girl on a bus, and he's like, whoa, what's that girl on the bus doing? And then they fight some more, and Wong shows up, and funny things get said by Wong, because funny things always get said by Wong. They fight, they win, they're like, who are you? And he's like, you're not as cool as the other one, there's pizza in every universe. And then they're like, we should get Scarlet Witch to show up, and then she's like, America, and he's like, I never said America, but she actually said she never said America and Dr. Strange was like yeah I know that's why I stopped walking um, <laughs> it's true <laughs> and then they go to Camartage which is totally not Kunlun and uh, there's an epic battle and Chad Kroger screws it over for everybody fucking Chad Kroger <laughs> again screwing it up screwing it up for everyone Yep. and so like she's like I was being reasonable and she kidnaps America Chavez. And then Doctor Strange is like, nuh-uh, and puts her in a mirror. Wait, no, puts her in a mirror. She gets out of the mirror, gets America. 
America's eyes glow, then America the Beautiful plays, and a bunch of stars come up like it's the Blue Angels, and they go through the MS-DOS paint, and then they show up, and there's another one, but it's not, and then Pizza Papa always gets paid, and Baramordo's there, but his name's Carl, and (laughs) Carl? (laughs) And then they're like, you're under arrest, and then it's new Christine. But it's the old adventures, so it's fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's not Val. Anyway. So, Doug, I love you so much. (laughs) Dr. Strange gets arrested by Carl, and he's like, you gotta go meet my buddies, who are gonna be sort of like your buddies, but Cameo City. And it's like, Captain Carter... But not Captain Britain. Uh, I mean, because it's not like everybody's like, oh, look, it's Captain Rogers. Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> Monica's mom is Captain Marvel because of reasons. And then we get Jim, who like teleports in, and he's old Reed Richards, and he does a fantastic job. There's also fantastic. a guy who... Ah! He said it. Oh, I know. That was purposeful. No, I know it was purposeful. <laughs> I don't mince words. There's also a black boat, but we're not going to talk about him. But then all of a sudden you hear like 1997 X-Men cartoon theme and yep. yellow hover chair. And he's like, I'm Patrick fucking Stewart, bitches, engage. And then, <laughs> yeah, he said that. I was like, whoa, that's pretty harsh for a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah dope. Switch shows up. And that's what we call Scarlet Witch, because Shane says we have to save time. So Switch shows up, and she, like, beats crap out of everybody, and Carter's like, I can do this all day, but then she gets bisected. Uh, Turns out, she could not. Hmm. <laughs> but then... Maybe it was, like, 6 o'clock. Yeah, ah, it's quitting time. Yeah, it's quitting quitting time. time. <laughs> they have much better uh, labor rules yeah. in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then we get, like, the classic Raimi horror chase scene. Yeah, yeah. we do. Oh yeah, Sam Raimi directed this. I should have said that at the beginning. Just Dude, Barry put that at the we'll, beginning of we'll this tirade. We'll talk about oh. it. Oh yeah, he did. And then the guy, they find the magic book, they find the MacGuffin, but then Switch is like, nah. And so she gets America, and Doctor Strange is like, yeah, but what if I were a zombie? And then he is a zombie. Fuck yeah, he is. And then Wong is like, I don't even want to know, bro. And Doctor Strange is like, uh, Anyway, long story short, Wanda realizes that sometimes dead is better. Uh, Sometimes dead is better. And Doctor Strange wins. (laughs) What are you doing? He said it first. Uh, Anyway, Doctor Strange wins. America's like, I can control my powers. Superstar punch! And then Scarlet Witch sees Elizabeth Olsen. And then she's like, oh, okay, you win. And then she brings the house down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then Doctor Strange is like, I have three eyes. And then it's the credits. And then Psylocke shows up, but apparently it's Clea. And she's like, we got incursions. Because that's the thing they talked about earlier that I had to skip over because I have to be fast. Uh, Clea Furiosa. Yeah, so she's like, Psylocke Dagger! Let's go to the Dormammu-verse! Yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah. And he was just like, that's cool, I got three eyes now. And then they go, <laughs> and there's some more credits, and then Bruce Campbell shows up and tells you to go home because it's over. Yeah! Best that part. 
is Multiverse of Madness. That's fairly succinct. Guess want to rate it? Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> it's over. He said it. Uh, yeah, so... Um, he talked about it was directed by Sam Raimi. Mm. Yep. Uh, it's very Sam Raimi. Yeah. I super enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Same. Um, which I feel like we're all in agreement on that. I know Bill from Indy was like a little like, uh, it's too much, Raimi. How is that possible? I don't know. Ask, that's ask Bill. It's like when people tell me they don't like paprika, but I've put paprika in everything I've ever cooked, and you always tell me how good it is. <laughs> I like paprika. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I understand some of the criticisms that I've seen in the movie, but I also, like, don't give a shit. <laughs> Most of the criticisms I have seen are because they were like, well, I would have wanted it to be this. Yeah. It's more like, yeah. I that's wanted your this other expectations. Thing. That's not like, you can't fault the movie because your imagination did something different. And it, I mean, like, the, the, the characterizations weren't like wrong, right? Except for Black Bolt. Well, yeah. Which that's a legitimate, like, fault that you have with the movie. Yeah. It's like, though, one of two, three, yeah. I guess. Um, but we really enjoyed, we all, I think we all really enjoyed that it was directed by Sam Raimi and it had a lot of that Sam Raimi feel, like it had like a horror feel to a lot of parts, Yeah, which was nice. That was like refreshing for the, like a different feel to the, uh, MCU movies. It very much had a different feel and I liked that. Yeah. Um, which I think that's what they were going with, with, uh, Chloe Zhao, uh, on Eternals and it definitely like felt, that movie felt different. I mean, even if it, like, had been, like, good. Like, I'm just saying, like, the way it was shot, yeah. the way it looked, the, the way it was acted and, like, directed and everything, it, it would have, if it had been good, it would have still, like, felt different, right? Yes. Than the other movies. And I think that's a good thing that they're trying to do. I, I feel like they've <laughs> always done that, though. Sort of. Like, like, each hero has almost their own genre of movie. Yeah, kind of. But, like, a lot of the direction is very similar. Because, like, you, you've got, like... you. Before you only had like three styles that it could be in, right? You had like the the uh, the very similar uh, Russo, all the Russo movies, and then you had like um, the the gun movies, and then you had the like the Taiko movies, which were kind of similar to the gun movies as far as like the humor and stuff. Gun is in James Gun. I yeah. was like, don't they all have guns in there? <laughs> no, James Gun movie. <laughs> Yeah. Um. And then, like, the first couple phases, it was still trying to find its way. But then, like, after in after like the like maybe halfway through phase two, like it was like okay, all the movies are gonna feel like this going forward until like the end of phase three. Maybe I don't know. Like, cause Guardians is a very different feel. Like it's like a space comedy. Yeah. And then Thor sort of became that. Yeah. But Thor was floundering before that. Well, that's because they were they went through like three directors. But like, I feel like all the Captain America movies have like a spy. After the first one, okay, yeah. So I guess the two Captain America, two of the Captain America movies feel like spy movies. (laughs) Yeah, and then where Iron Man is more of a straight up superhero. But I'm I just talking about like the the directorial feel, I guess. But like Ant Man feels different, and it was Phase Two, kinda, or was it Phase Three? And the first Ant-Man was phase two. Like the end of phase two. So, I mean, I feel like 
Ant-Man felt different. It was like a, a heist movie. Yeah. And well, again, like you're talking kind of like about the like plot and stuff. Yeah, but just also the overall feel of the movie, you know, like like this is Marvel horror. Yeah. Whereas like which we hadn't really had before. Right. And I feel like Ant-Man was this is this is Ocean's 11 in Marvel. I guess. Yeah. But I I I don't know. Like they're they're definitely trying to bring more different genres into it. Which I talked to Russell the other day and I was like, you know, you could have a whole network or multiple networks that was all Marvel content if and it was just, you know, you could have all the different genres of everything. You could have, you know, a kids show and a you know, a cop procedural and a family drama and everything. It could all fit inside the Marvel universe. Yeah. Um and you can make everything fit together if you were so inclined to make everything included in the MCU. Uh, along with the movies too, but like, I mean, obviously that's like an even more ridiculous endeavor than they're currently undertaking, but I'm just saying like, you could have these kind of, these other kinds of movies or these other kinds of TV shows. And it like, I know people aren't expecting that they, you know, they, they think of Cape shit and they think of Avengers and it's like, it's gotta be like Avengers one and Avengers two and avengers three it can't be like this was where it was like horror right i guess but i mean you said that and now i want a future foundation tv show that's just about the lives of the richards yeah no i know (laughs) that's what i think i think that kind of stuff would fly and there's an audience for it it's just like you've got to get over like the casual watchers like well it's gotta it it's not uh it's superhero stuff but it doesn't feel like superhero stuff because like that's a lot of like what i'm seeing as far as complaints about this movie is like you know people wanted it to be paced a certain way people wanted it to be to not be a horror movie um yeah i don't understand those people are wrong yeah i don't get how you can that's not a fault of the movie that's what you wanted so that doesn't make the movie bad no it doesn't i was just talking about like you know a casual the casual watchers expectations right because we could get we could have all this stuff and it would work you just have to get over upsetting the casual watcher and like the casual watcher will eventually come along yeah because it's well done yeah it's just you got to get over it their well, initial reaction. They're also like trying to reinvent the ser- like the entire MCU. Well, not the entire MCU, but they're also like trying to reinvent what they're doing. Uh, fourteen years later. Yeah. So like, I get where they're coming from. Like with the jarring, like, hey, this is so drastically different than what we've had before. Sure. Like, I agree that it doesn't make it bad. It's it's one person's expectations. So like them. I don't feel like they have managed expectations well, which, like, I mean, they don't really have to because they're going to get paid. Yeah. I think they're, like, trying to play into those expectations, actually, yeah. because, like, like a lot of the trailers and stuff make it look like your standard, in quotes, uh, superhero movie, right? Yeah. Um, and cashing in on the ideas of, uh, you know, what 
uh, Spider-Man brought forward because you had like the cameos that were so huge and everybody wanted every all, all of that stuff and they got almost everything they wanted and you know so then they're looking at this movie and it says multiverse in the fucking title and they're like oh yeah. my god all these fucking people are gonna be in it we're gonna have alternate versions of everyone blah 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 and literally like fucking anything you could think of was rumored to be in this movie yeah. right um so like that's another thing where people got their expectations up and right. they weren't just happy with what they got like i was super happy with what we got um, agreed and like i actually saw some people that were like oh well you know if they, we really do have 50 cameos in this fucking movie then is that going to ruin like every movie going forward where we expect there to be 50 fucking cameos in and, every movie? And like, how could it, if there were literally 50 cameos in the movie, which how, people were wanting, yeah. like that Illuminati scene would have had to be the entire fucking movie. Yeah. And like the movie itself wouldn't have been good. Yeah. Yeah. But then everybody would have been like, yeah, but Chris Evans has a goatee now and yeah, uh, right? Tom Cruise and. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, I, I also think it would have dragged the movie down, which is why I think it got cut from two hours and 40 minutes to two hours and six minutes. Yeah. Well, there I, was also, like, a lot of reshoots. Yeah. Um, There's a... Apparently, um, Cumberbatch said something about, like, the movie's basically completely different now from the beginning of this year to now. So, like, in the last five months of of reshoots, you know, I mean, probably three months. They they had to have time to do editing and everything, but. So there's been a lot of changes, which I know there was more in it, and, like, some of the stuff was different. Because, um, like, I think the Bruce Campbell cameo was different. Um, but, I, I don't know, I liked the one we got quite a bit. I did. I did like the Bruce Campbell cameo. Out of all of the rumors, I wanted his April Fool's joke to be true. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to see him play an alternate universe Doctor Strange. Yeah, there was I that one. That would have been There great. was two. Because the alternate universe Doctor Strange was this year's all <laughs> April Fool's, right? Yeah. There was one last year. Yeah. We'll talk about that at some point. So that would have also, I mean, if they would have both been true, like, okay. Yeah, I would have <laughs> been into it. Like, there could have, I don't know that this movie could have been, like, there's a few... I would, I guess I would say minor, like super minor problems, but like the movie as a whole is like really good and cohesive. Yeah. Um, it's so like, I think if people had, like we said, if people had gotten what they wanted, it would have been like four hours and it would have been dumb. But yeah. if like it had been somewhere in the middle, it still would have been bloated. I think what we got was like the very lean version of what this movie could be. And yeah. I think that really helped it you know, propel it forward and tell the story that it was supposed to tell. Yeah, too too much more, like, would have just felt like fan service, I think. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, some of the Illuminati scene does sort of feel like fan service, but not necessarily in a bad way. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, at no point does this movie drag, and I think that's great. Like, this movie starts fast, gets faster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just goes well, fast. Well, uh, eighty percent of the time it goes fast. Yeah. What part do you think drags? The it, it's weird because so I don't feel like the Illuminati scene has enough time to breathe, while also feeling like we're stuck in 
Like he, because they go to that universe. My biggest disappointment with the movie was only really seeing two other universes. Yeah. Uh, well, only seeing large amounts because, like, it, there's a scene where they like go through multiple universes in between the main universe that they start in and the universe that they like spend a lot of time in later. Yeah. Um, the like quick montage of universes. Which was cool, and like I found amusing, especially the paint yeah. <laughs> yeah. universe. There's a lot of... You don't want to get stuck there. It's really hard to eat. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in that scene alone that I think w- once this comes out on like Blu-ray or if somebody gets like a good rip of it, or once it comes out on Disney Plus, is going to be examined very, very closely for all of the Easter eggs in it. Yeah. But just like being being like a multiverse movie, it is kind of weird to me that we only really get to see two other universes. But I also like get why. There's sort of three. Sort of three. Yeah, because when Strange and Christine get sent to the universe where the convergence happened with the other Strange. Yeah, I mean, that's that's two, though, right? So you have the one with the Illuminati, and then you have the one with the... Yeah, and ours. The well, 616. yeah. I was not including that one. And, uh, I mean, the weird pocket universe. The in-between space? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it, like, what it does, it does a really good job of. It's just, I, I really thought we were going to get more, like, multiverse stuff. And I don't know... I don't really like the way they use the Illuminati because um, they're like a, a secret organization in the comics. Like they gather in secret and like no one like really knows that what they're doing and it's good guys I, and bad guys. And in this they used like sort of like they kick out Namor. Well, like, Doom's part of the Illuminati at one point. He's part of the Cabal. And, yeah, he's part of the Cabal, uh, which is the evil Illuminati. Yeah. What? What's his fuck with the cape and the hood? Batman? The hood? The hood, yeah. Uh, you're I thinking of the Cabal, Red bud. Hood. Well, It's all, like, intermingled at one point before they split it. No. Mm-mm. Okay. But anyway. Are you thinking um, of Axis? No, it's like in the Illuminati stuff. Yeah, was it during the Axis run where good guys are bad guys and bad guys are good guys? No, I don't think so. Um, it's right after, like, what? It's before all the Convergence stuff starts. Because, like, they were around before that. You, like, find out they've been doing stuff. Right, but... In, I, I took from the movie that the Illuminati is a secret. Oh, I did not. Yeah. Because I took from the movie that they were that universe's Avengers. No, because they say we got together to deal with threats that nobody else can deal with. And then they... Yeah, make hard decisions about they, things. They portray Strange as like an Avenger that saves everybody from Thanos. It, he's not... It doesn't say Illuminati on that plaque. Yeah, that's true. Because the world needs heroes, right? Yeah. So the, I feel like like that universe does have the Fantastic Four and the X Men and the Inhumans and like these guys are just the Illuminati. 
Yeah, maybe. I didn't think it felt that way. I thought it felt like oh, these are I people did. with powers that like protect the world. Oh, that I was, didn't get that. Yeah. I've I mean, it is pretty it open times, to interpretation because they don't confirm like uh, Professor X could have like gotten to like when he's like getting into Wanda's mind, he could have been like, oh, shit, she's a mutant or something. She's not a like, mutant, they though. never refer to they kind of infer that in WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. Um sort of. Yeah. But there's just like like what I was saying earlier was that that whole scene is weird to me because it doesn't have enough room to breathe while also at the same time feeling like it takes up too much of the movie. Mm-hmm. So like I don't there's not really like a fix. I think they did like the best they were going to do with what they were doing. Um and then the it could have been a little less cheesy. Not cheesy in like the way that Sam Raimi is cheesy. Cheesy in the way that like Captain Carter stands up and throws her shield at Doctor Strange for no reason. Or the mischaracterization of Black Bolt and his weird smirk. When, yeah, the only yeah, thing I don't like is the Black Bolt thing. It the Captain America thing feels like Cap or the Captain Carter thing feels like something Steve would do. I I see I didn't think so. He's like that dude's always throwing his shield to show up in a scene. That's what he did. Yeah, but it usually has a point other than like, hey, look at me, I throw a shield because I'm Captain Carter. Like, it was very much just like an homage thing that I didn't think like came off very well. It mostly just came off cheesy. Because she's sitting when he walks in the room. Can I play Carter's advocate for just a second? If you want to. Doctor Strange formed the Illuminati. These people Mm -hmm. are very close. They have to make tough decisions, right? Yeah. Their Doctor Strange caused a whole other universe to be destroyed. Maybe two. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would be two, right? Because they crashed into each other. Well, they train. said that sometimes only one gets destroyed. So it was one or two universes completely destroyed. Anyway, he, he did it. And then this dude shows up creating another incursion in their reality. And he's talking shit. So in yeah. her mind, like I had to kill my best friend because of what he did. And then you're wearing his face and being arrogant and talking down to us. Like you don't know what we've been through, what we had to go through. You don't know me. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Mrs. Pancake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm on the podcast too. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know. Like, Every time I, Captain America is mad, he throws his shield. And I, we have several instances of him introducing himself to a scene by throwing his shield into it. So yeah. to me, that was like, oh, Captain America. And then you pan up and you're like, not Captain America. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, it, it feels more like it was uh, intentional direction of attention to show this other character is playing or this other person is playing a similar character, and it's like a cameo, yes. is what I thought it felt more like. Yeah, like it but didn't I thought feel it... like a genuine part of the scene. It felt more like, hey guys, guess what? And then, like Charles Xavier rolling out when he rolls out, like, okay, like that, or like Reed coming in, like teleporting into the scene or whatever okay it's just hers didn't feel as genuine as... Also having three of them do that. 
Yeah, that was also... And that was another thing with the scene that I didn't understand was, like, Black... It's cool that Black Bolt does sign language. I guess. Because that's not really... He doesn't do that. I don't recall him doing that in the books. It's usually Medusa being like... Yeah, but Medusa's not there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but Professor X is. Not, not which when is he does what, sign language. I know, but I thought it would have been much better had when Black Bolt wanted to say something like that was when Professor X rolled out because then you're introducing both characters at the same time with one line. So like Charles is like Black Bolt thinks this or like some variation of that because that's usually what happens with Black Bolt is there's usually a psychic around to interpret for him. So I didn't understand their decision on that. What? But Juice is not psychic. Is no, she? she just knows. Yeah. Yeah, she just knows his body language okay. and stuff yeah I, I, for a minute i was like she has medusa been psychic this whole time no they she, talk about that yeah a lot and she just and speaks stuff. for him because they're so in tuned with each other but like when him and professor x are in similar scenes in the comics professor x is usually like speaking for him or like gene gray does it a few times yeah. like and that's that i super like that aspect of that happening so like that would have been perfect it would have been, like, great for them to do that in the movie. There's just, like, most of my... Like, it's just, like, that that whole... The introduction of the Illuminati is a little bit rough. Yeah. I got super excited, though. Yeah. And I think that's the point. Right. I think that's, yeah, I think that's why it is the way it is, right? But I think it could have been done a little cleaner. I just... I don't know. Like... They treated it as if they were cameos instead of treating them like characters that these people have been playing off screen. But like when you watch the Avengers movies, every single one of the like Avengers 2 is almost the exact same thing, except they're in a forest where every one of them is introduced individually where they're like, here's Hawkeye doing his Hawkeye thing. Oh, look at the Hulk. He's going to hit a tank. They actually do a thing. Right, but I mean, they sort of do that here, but they're not fighting. They're just done talking. way better than this was. So yeah, so this isn't like gave it a lot more time. This is a regular issue I have with movies. I don't want to feel like the movie is talking to me directly. What about Kill Bill Two? I if it's stylized, it's different. But if it's not in the style. Then you watch the movie and then like this random scene, not really random, but like this, the scene in the middle of the movie pops out and it's like, hey, are you, are you seeing this? We thought this was cool. We hope you think this is cool too. And I'm just like, you guys, you like pulled me right out of the fucking movie. Just do the thing. You must hate Deadpool. No, because it's, it's intentional. It's supposed to be that way. Like his character is that way. Right. So like, that's part of the style of the character. Yeah, but Whereas when it like, does it in Star Wars, he's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. Because it's not supposed to be breaking the fourth wall and being like, hey guys, look, it's your favorite person playing <laughs> the person you asked him to fucking play. Look, he's That's right here. <laughs> exactly what Shane just did is what it feels like to me. I wish you would have said fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> But that's I'm these are minor gripes. Like overall, like I don't have a major issue with this movie. Like, and they've done it before, you are correct. Like, there are other movies in the MCU that come off, or other scenes in the MCU that come off just super fucking cheesy. Like, hey guys, we gave you this. Yeah. Like, and I, I fucking hate it. Like, I, 
It's but, a comic book movie. I mean, yeah. That's I know. what comic books do. Splash pages, you know? Yeah. It's true. But, Is that all you're going to get in? Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I'm on here too. Yeah. Um, hey. how, how do you I, feel about that? We're talking about the Illuminati scene, Dave, in case you're just joining us. Uh, how do you feel mentally? Yes, <laughs> he checked the fuck out. That's not true. No, I mentioned earlier, I got super excited. I don't know much about so I think I'm graduated from casual viewer to like slightly less casual viewer. I don't know, like mildly educated, about mildly educated viewer. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie mainly because I'm a big Sam Raimi guy and it was very Sam Raimi. Yeah. There is dead-eyed Doctor Strange up in this bitch. Yep. And I'm into that. Uh, the Illuminati scene, though, itself, like, I didn't know what to expect. Obviously, I don't know what the Illuminati is, because it's, it's like, yeah. shh, quiet. It's Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, but Reed Richards showed up, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, because I'm, like, super into the Fantastic Four. Staplers and Jello and stuff. Yeah. And when he looked at the camera, and he's like, <laughs> Reed Richards. I mm. fucking wish that it happened. <laughs> when, when fucking Black Bolt dies, he just looks at the camera like, shit. Oh, as much Pam. as I would have complained about it, I also would have loved it. <laughs> I really love when Presser X shows up and the fucking yeah. 90s cartoon plays. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm also that like I'm that audience that just like they just did that so we can go fuck yeah. I yeah. did that a lot in the movie, by the way. Doug was sitting next to me. He yeah. knows, dude. Every time anything happened, I just like looked over. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, is he having fun?" <laughs> Doug's like, "Hey, look at look at Dave." <laughs> I was doing this a lot. Yeah, yeah. I too watched Dave a lot. <laughs> it was when I saw it with you guys. It was the third time I was seeing it. So I knew all the beats already. Yeah. And every time I, something was about to happen, I just kind of try to slyly try to look at Dave and he'd just be like double devil hordes. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Like when the car shows up. Yes. Yeah. So the whole time, the beginning, the movie started, there's a bunch of cars. I'm like, where's the fucking car? Where's yeah. the Delta 88? Where's it at? And I was pissed. Yeah. Halfway through, I'm like, where's the fucking car at? And then I see it. I'm like, oh. Yay. Yeah, it's like almost the end of the fucking movie before the Delta shows up. Yes, I remember Doug looked at me when it happened. I'm like, it's right there. Yep. Yes, I did see it. <laughs> well, I didn't want him to miss it. Yeah. I appreciate that. But no, I super enjoyed this movie. I know yeah. people I talked to were like, oh, it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird and kind of boring. I didn't think that at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the boring complaint. I don't, yeah, I don't get I've the boring it. at all. I've seen it quite a bit. I've seen some people say that it was slow, and I'm like, the fuck movie were you watching <laughs> yeah well we we disagreed on the pacing too because you yeah thought uh what it like went a little too fast well i think it was just like it hiccuped at the beginning because like there's like you know you have like fight scene wedding so it's like really fast sags a little goes back to fast because there's another there's another fight and then, like, you've got, like, some waves going on at the beginning, and then it eventually, like, sits in this stride of just, like, running faster and faster and faster until the movie ends. Yeah. But, you know, that's not your normal pacing. Yeah. Right? Which, that's fine. It was just weird. And I think it had a lot to do with um, the life cycle of this movie, of, like, the shooting of this movie and right. stuff. Um. Because apparently it was supposed to come out before No Way Home. 
and then it came out after, so then they had to do reshoots because of that, and then they did reshoots just because they were like, I don't know, this movie kind of sucks, and they did reshoots uh, <laughs> some more. Totally I don't know. I don't know suck. why. Does I don't know. No, I, no, the movie doesn't suck. I'm just saying, like, I don't know why they did the other reshoots. I mean, um, I'm glad they did because yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, um, it's in my top five MCU movies. Yeah. No, but. Dude, there's a dead-eyed Doctor Strange. And I he know. Rides, it's he fantastic. rides demon. He has got demon wings. I just we'll get to the we'll get to why I don't <laughs> agree with you guys. But um, I'm just gonna know. keep saying that. Whatever he has, it's got demon wings. It's got like so, a soul cape, dude. That cape. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. the The pacing is kind of funny, but like this also feels the most like a comic book of all the movies to me <laughs> since '08. No, like, period. Oh. What do you okay. mean, since 08? Batman uh, Forever feels a lot like a comic book. Huh? Say Batman Forever? Batman yeah. Forever plays like a comic. No, I mean, like, MCU. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Just, I mean, I think Doctor Strange is very comic book. I agree with your statement. Yeah. But, like, there are some comic book movies out there. It, I, yeah. I agree with that. It's the, It feels like the most comic book movie out of the MCU movies. The most Ooh. comic book movie, comic book, comic book movie, I think, is the 03 Incredible Hulk. It's real bad. Don't, don't get me wrong. Part of the reason it's real bad is because... They're like, let's make it into a literal comic book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a motion comic. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, speaking of Hulk, I have very few complaints about this movie. One is it's not the 616. Right. The other is, I personally would have liked to have seen Shang-Chi and the Abomination at the Camartage scene. Yes. But they're not yeah. super necessary. Uh, but then, that would have been a good cameo that would have made sense. That yeah. wouldn't have been yeah. like Because he's calling out. everybody in. Yeah. Would have been cool, but whatever. Like, it wasn't needed. Yeah. And maybe they were there originally and they decided it was too bloated. I don't know. Because there's a lot going, there's a lot of meat in that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Black Bolt characterization is off. It's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, not even in a good way. Like, it, it doesn't enhance the character. One it, other thing is, which whatever Rachel McAdams' hair color is, they've also color-corrected her mole to be the same color. <laughs> and <laughs> that trips me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doug, bring in the details. <laughs> yeah, man. That's I never up. noticed that. I've seen it a few times. That's hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, that part's... <laughs> he said that to me, and I was like, God damn, you're right. That's fucked. That's so <laughs> fucked. <clears throat> Other than that. That's hilarious. Dude, this movie rules. I want to watch Evil Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's because I always want to watch Evil Dead, but this movie makes me want to watch it more. Yeah. Dude, it's so, like, I was expecting it to be awesome. Like, I, ha- I did have high expectations. You in sure? which case, my expectations, I feel like, were for the most part met. I wanted more multiverses and, like, or I wanted more universes and... So about the universes. Yeah. Would it have been better if it was more like the uh, scene from What If... Where the Watcher is fighting Infinitron or whatever. Like punching him. Yeah, going through in the universe for a second. You kind of like get to see the universe a little bit longer. Then they go to another one. Then they go to another one. And you get like five or ten seconds in each one. So you actually see something. Like 
Because then that I feel like that would have also like been a chance to scratch the the crazy cameo itch. Um, because you know we could have seen like President Rogers and a different fucking Tom Cruise Iron Man, and it would have just been like a second. You know, instead of them being in the Illuminati scene, it would have been like you know thirty seconds of six different universes where they got five seconds apiece as they were like falling through them or falling to them, and then running to the next one. I, I think that could have been a very good way to do like a but like what you're saying, a very yeah. good way to do a bunch of cameos and multiple universes. Yeah. And I th- I think like part of why that didn't happen was like obviously money, but also um because of COVID. Yeah. Because like I feel I feel like some of that stuff is like, you know, some people are like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't want to like, you know, maybe maybe Evans was just like, I'm not cap anymore. Okay. Just fucking yeah. I'm I hung it up. Um, and then like Tom was like, "Give me sixty million dollars and I'll do it," you know, or whatever. One of the things I read after the movie came out was that like Tom Cruise was shooting a movie in another country, so there would have been no chance for him to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of it, like you know, they're scheduling too, right? So like, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't line up for that kind of shit. Yeah, which the Tom Cruise thing was entirely speculation. Oh yeah, like that. Like some yeah, of the cameos. I mean, that completely came from left yeah. field, and like that fucking meme that's been going around of if they made the Avengers in the nineties. Yeah, you know. Well, and he was approached for the role of Iron Man. Yeah, right. But I mean, that's like you know that was fourteen years ago. So. Right. I, I just it's not it's not completely out of thin air. Yeah, but it's it's pretty out of left field. Yeah, and I I do I do think like everyone just got like too attached to the idea like especially after spider-man no way home yeah like so it was just like like, the stuff in no way home like made sense it wasn't it wasn't like people that were going to be in the movie or people that fan casted because like the the jim being reed thing is like complete fan casting right yeah like he was he was up for cap when cap was made but like he wasn't up for reed no yeah, that 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 is like that's on similar par with like the fans changing Sonic. Like, yeah, it's the internet being like, "Hey, we literally pretty much all want John to play Reed. So can you make that happen, please?" Right. And then them doing it. My worry is that it's this one time. That it's this one time. They're like, "Hey, we gave you what you wanted, and we're gonna do something else now." Yeah. I saw like, we're just gonna bring Ian Guilford back. I saw people like asking for that. They were like, "Yeah, well, fuck all those people that wanted him to be Reed. Like, they got it. Fucking move on. Let's do a different one." Like, why? What? No. Why? Like, uh, he was great. I agree. Yeah, I too agree. But I yeah so. Well, I was going somewhere at some point. Were you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I I jumped in there and was like, "Hey, I wanted to ask you about these universe things." You're fine. Your com- your complaints. You were like, "I didn't like the Black Bolt. I didn't like that we didn't get more of more universes." And then there was something after that. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, the, the primarily that's like the only thing I was like, mm, "Damn yeah. it." about like as far like as far as the movie goes i pretty much like everything about the movie minus the the feel of 
most of the Illuminati scene. Um, but even then, like, it's not bad. No. It's just, I feel like that was a glaring point in which they could have done better. Right. You didn't like Black Bolt, and you didn't like that it was 616. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 616 thing. So the 616 thing is weird, too, because, like, so Mysterio is from another universe where they've coordinated codes for universes? Because how did he just randomly guess that? He randomly guessed it. Yeah. He randomly guessed it. Yeah. You know, broken clocks right twice a day. <laughs> you, you don't have to get called on, Doug. Oh, okay. What if? What if? <laughs> what if? I'm Sorry, on it today, fellas. What if I? <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if they named our universe 616 because they heard that Mysterio call us 616? Yeah. Gross. I mean, maybe. Uh, but they'd already designated it 616 before that Had in they? Dark World. See, uh, Selvig yeah. did. Who did? Selvig. See. He had written it, he'd written out like stuff about the multiverse on his chalkboard when right, he was talking about the realms. He doesn't say 616 anywhere. It says it on the board. Yeah, but that's just like a board of Easter eggs. Yeah, but and he's was... crazy. He doesn't wear pants. Well, <laughs> he wasn't crazy because he, he knew about the convergence. But he was he was running through Stonehenge naked. Well, yeah, he I was worried he's about crazy. making static with his wool pants and fucking up his but, convergence. I know antennas. it's like a reference to Archimedes. Yeah, but he crazy. So I don't. He just got mind sort of. stone raped. <laughs> like, he did. He didn't take it as well as uh, the archer did. I don't know. The archer didn't take it well either. No, but <laughs> I so to 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 slightly defend the six one six thing for a minute. Um, no. So the reason I think it makes sense is because like you have like two D comic books versus live action uh, universe. So like. I don't know. I don't care if they call it 616 because, like, they're not the same thing to me anyway. Like, the, char- the characters from the comics are never going to enter, like, the live action movies and the live action movies characters are never going to, like, yeah. cross over to the comics. Except they literally went to a cartoon world. And well, I mean, the Tobey Maguire shows up in Spider-Verse. So. Hmm? Yeah, totally separate. Yeah. So the what? the movie universe does show up in the comic books. What do you mean Tobey Maguire shows up in? Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man from that universe shows up in the Spider-Verse comic book crossover. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's Because they're like, you look like that guy from Cedar Hill or whatever. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, 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 w- I would say that that would have been the mistake that they made then. Because they should have kept... I think they should have kept them separate because, like, you shouldn't have... Like, the multiverse shouldn't be like the 2D comics and the live-action stuff. Like, they should be... Why not? Because they're different dimensions. Right. Like, literally... They're multiple dimensions. Yeah. No, I mean, like, literally different dimensional beings. Yeah. No, like, some of them are 2D because they're drawn on paper. Yeah, but, like, and some, some of them other are universes 3D. are many-angled. <laughs> yeah, do you not remember the many-angled ones? Yeah, I do. I, I'm just saying, like, 
they shouldn't it shouldn't like cross i, I disagree think. because then super also hardcore. but then how would you have how would the convergence arc would have made sense when they go down to like one universe in the comics it was before reed already fixed it <laughs> it got better yeah just like everything else in comic books if you want, that's fine but i just don't think it should be like it should be treated like two different things which is why i don't hate if they call it 616 but yeah but if it's two different things then why call it the same thing just make your own thing. Just name it something else. This isn't the Marvel Universe. This is something else. It's a Disney superhero thing. Inspired by. What? <laughs> what? Anyway. Uh, this is being an asshole. I know. I can tell. Uh, sometimes it takes a minute. But I, I so like, I don't, I don't see the, the, the reason they called it 616 is because like Casual fans are becoming educated and they know what 616 means. So they're like, oh shit, 616, they said it! I See, I think they, I think it's called 616 because, like, we're getting into the multiverse stuff, and 616 in the comics is main continuity. So the MCU like... Is not 616. Being main continuity for live action would be, would, on like some level, I think, makes sense. No, I their, get where you're like, going. This with is that. main continuity for this, so this is the universe yeah, we're calling six one six. Like nineteen nine ninety nine is the main continuity for the MCU. So they should have called it that, even though that love fucking huge mouthful. <laughs> is it five nines? I thought it was five ones. No, it's one nine 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 or something. Yeah, yeah, they do establish that on the website, I guess. Like when they're they uh Yeah. Because it's always been part of the multiverse. Yeah. Because, like, everything is part of the multiverse. The fucking uh, fruitcake ads that we were talking about a couple episodes ago. The Hostess Fruit Pies? The Hostess oh, Fruit yeah, Pies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking universe. And combos. Yeah. It is. Is the combo one a universe? Combo Do you know? man. Yeah. Is They're it? all in the Spider-Verse thing that I just was reading. Did the fruit the fruitcake ones were? Yeah, more loot awesome. kills fruitcake Spider-Man. Oh my god. And it's an old school, like, you know, single page comic book oh thing god. where Spider-Man's trying to offer him a frosted fruit hostess fruit pies, but he's like, spider totems are more filling than fruit pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, I gotta read that. <laughs> he also fantastic. goes to the comic version, like the old news strip that was like the two pedal oh, comic. Oh God! And Peter Parker keeps repeating himself, and Morlun's like, "You just said that, but you just said that." And then he gets mad and leaves because <laughs> he because <laughs> time moves so slowly. <laughs> oh my God! It's good, but multiverse. What you kept saying like you were looking like you were going to say something, so I was no, I was just looking. Oh. I'm just taking it all in. You guys are saying so many things. We are saying a lot. Like there's a lot of things you're saying. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how on IMDb, uh, Doctor Strange and Moon Knight have the same number of stars. I mean, are we allowed to talk about Moon Knight? You guys want to talk shit about Moon Knight? What the fuck is up with that piece of shit show? <laughs> I don't know. I tr I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I tried. I watched Doctor Strange, three episodes of Moon Knight. It was like need a palate cleanser. Watched Doctor Strange again. Finished Moon Knight, and it wasn't any better. No, no. Moon Knight's terrible. Like, how is Jake a personality, and the gods don't know that Jake is a personality? 
They're like two hearts. Yeah, stupid. It's like I I love I hate it because it pisses me off every day. But I love going on to Reddit and like seeing somebody ask a question about the plot, and like all these people in in the comments are like trying to explain it, and I'm just like, it's because it's written bad. It's it's poorly written. That's the answer to your fucking question. It is it written well. The writer doesn't know what happened in the last episode. That's why in this episode this happens because they don't know what happens in the last episode or what's going to happen in the next episode. They were written. Each episode was written by somebody else. Like I noticed that, and I was like, this seems weird for a television show. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to well, shit on that as, as many. They they do that a lot, but usually there's like a showrunner like yeah. keeping the show together. The, the and screenplay like, and stuff is like by different people because yeah. they like are writing them all at the same time. But it's like, yeah. okay, guys, this is what we're gonna do in the show. And yeah. This is the arc of the whole season. Yeah. Okay. You like, write this part. You write this part. You write this part. Yeah. Go write right, dialogue. Like story by and then written by. This one is. Story by somebody else. Every episode is somebody different. Oh, like it does not make that. sense. That's interesting, and yeah. they're totally different. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't, dude. I don't fucking know. This show is so bad. Yeah, it's probably the second. And like, worst I wish one. they would figure out that the as much as I like the other shows, because like I don't hate any of the other ones. This Moon Knight's the only one that I like. What and you, like, what are you this is below fucking this? awful. WandaVision. Do you think WandaVision is worse than Moon Knight? I I hated, 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 hated the end of WandaVision because it was like a reset button. And I hate that shit. Uh but after watching Doctor Strange Mom, I don't hate it as much. Yeah. Yeah, I. So it's probably better than Moon Knight. I don't think Hawkeye <laughs> was that great. I liked. Well, I liked Hawkeye. It was I liked okay. Hawkeye. It was okay. It, it wasn't. They're at least good, though, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I understand not liking them. So, like, maybe you didn't like something that they did with the characters, or maybe you didn't like something in the story. I just don't but feel like Jeremy Renner cares anymore, <laughs> or, or just maybe. But he's always been that way with Hawkeye. Like, he's always played Clint that way. But I just don't think he's, like, solo superhero material with the way he's portraying the character. Like, he, Hawkeye should be the guy that shows up in other people's stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the thing that's interesting to me about Hawkeye is Haley Stein, uh, Steinfeld. What's the Stein? deal with Arrow? <laughs> her, her showing up and, like... Just like outclassing the fuck out of Jeremy Rayner is what cracks me up the most in that show. Cause like I love her in the sh- in Hawkeye. Like she is she's great. She's I'm... like a shining light in that. And Kate series. Bishop's a cool character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like it cracks me up. Cause like I like Jeremy. I like him as Hawkeye. I like the iteration of Hawkeye. It is not really Hawkeye from the comics. Mm. Like, well, I guess certain arcs maybe, but um, you need to read the Matt Fraction run. Yeah, he, I mean he's yeah he's a that's, fraction. Hawkeye yeah, that's sure. literally like fraction. That show is basically like completely the fraction run. Yeah, 
Right. Well, I mean, I haven't read like it. Like the but... characterization and everything. Yeah. I just, like... But, but my favorite part of that show is her just, like, yeah. showing up in her first debut MCU thing and just, like... And then her and Yelena. Yeah. And her just, like, out outclassing Jeremy Rayner as a actor. <laughs> I, I, I'm super excited for Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we just need Ant-Man to finish it up. Yeah. Are we going to get, like, a Young Avengers versus Thunderbolts movie? Ooh. Dude, that'd be I awesome. want that to be a Marvel series. Yeah, that would be great. I want, But them... it's like a series of one-shots. To just fix this person formula. versus this person. Hmm? I said I want them to fix the formula. So what I was saying was the Oz formula. No, the TV series formula that they're doing. Oh yes. Uh, so like the other shows have their problems, but they're not like bad. Whereas like Moon Knight is fucking atrocious, like from start to finish. Yeah. Like the first episode, I was like, "What? Don't do this." Yep. Don't don't do this. And then it goes on, and then, like, the first three episodes to me are, like, basically just, like, could have been one episode, because it's all the same information. It's literally some of the same dialogue just repeated. Like, it's so fucking annoying. And, uh, like, it just doesn't work. Whereas, like, they at least, like, tried really hard on the other shows, but, like, the formula itself, I don't feel like is working. And it's especially not going to work to introduce new characters it appears with yeah. the way they did moon knight yeah it it makes me scared for she hulk um but we'll see it could have just been the writers that they had yeah yeah i'm still <laughs> going to continue watching it which is part of the problem uh but mm-hmm. um i just want that i just want them to realize like how much better they could be doing with this like tv series thing that they're trying to do and like yeah. you can do a lot in six episodes. You just have to focus. Focus. Yeah. I mean Loki, I feel like, did it right. Every one of those episodes is like a whole new chapter of like well, I mean, I guess that's what it should be. But like yeah. that that series moves along. Right. Watching yeah. that made me hate. Moon Knight so much more because like I was already disappointed because like I'm I, I know I've talked about this on the show before and like I feel like maybe it's been taken as like a you know a, a bandwagon jumper but I literally read like the first two issues of uh, Moon Knight like over and over and over again when I was a kid so fuck you I've liked Moon Knight forever moving on I was disappointed in the show as soon as I watched it, but then I rewatched Loki and like the care that was put into every bit of every episode of that show mm-hmm. made me so mad about how bad Moon Knight was. Yeah. Like it made me it makes me like the other shows less just because like they none of them are like quite like done the same. <laughs> like I really like all of them. But I don't think the amount of effort and time was put into any of the other shows like it was with Loki. Yeah. Agreed. I, I think Loki is the best. And I think you can see how much time they spent on it. Every piece of dialogue in Loki is important. It's like the way the set design is. Yeah. The way, you know, the, the editing. 
the the CG that was done for it, everything is like just fits exactly how it should be in that show. Yeah. And then the other shows, like especially Moon Knight, it's just like they even give a fuck about this character. They just wrote some random shit. Yeah. Nope. They just need their all, get all the dudes for Midnight Suns in before the Blade movie. Yeah, but you can do that and still like write a actual Moon Knight story instead of some random guy that flies and can get shot <laughs> infinitely. But you know, I, I he had a crescent moon. Yeah, that makes him Moon Knight. I've seen a bunch of uh, so for the most part, what I've seen. Uh, early on, uh, like the first what episode three, where he gets stabbed a bunch, or is that four? Uh, three. So like after that, I seen a bunch of comments four. where people no, were four. like, "How is this God a street level hero?" Yeah, because they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's he's street level hero Moon Knight," and then he like takes automatic fire and gets like impaled by a bunch of fucking spears, like I impaled. Mean, Luke Cage can take a bunch of machine gun fire. Yeah, but he doesn't, he can't fly or like <laughs> Jessica like, Jones. Yeah, he also doesn't apply himself. Like, I don't know. Luke Cage is kind of like, yeah, bro, <laughs> I like hanging around my neighborhood and like helping people. Yeah, his his entire character is like based on being a street level hero. Yeah. Like, he doesn't necessarily want to be like Thor. Or Iron and, Man. and it's fucked up because like when he's in the Avengers, he's just like, alright, I guess I'll go tank this thing. <laughs> and like, he goes up to like some fucking like Avenger level threat and he's just like, you can't fucking hurt me because I, you can't penetrate my skin. <laughs> but somehow I'm a zombie. Yeah. He also hangs out with Method Man. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. In the show, he runs into Method Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, he's from the Wu Tang Clan. I'm pretty sure that's also. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a podcast, so you can't see my shocked Pikachu face. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Method Man cameo thing is also from the comics. So I'm pretty sure there's a comic, uh, like a strip where Method Man and Luke Cage meet in the comics. This is very possible. Is there a Wu-Tang comic? Because I'm in. Let me talk to you guys about the Wu-Tang multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) I know there are several Wu-Tang movies. Yes. That's for another time. The one I seen was really good. I don't know what it's called. I did watch that one. That's a good one. one. That's Mm -hmm. a good one. What's the one where they're all doing voices over Asian... Uh, cast members. Oh, we talked about and that. It's not one like once. a dub. It's not. It's uh, they they made the movie that way, and it's basically it's almost like a. I'm pretty sure it's like a superhero movie, and yeah. it's like all of Wu Tang doing voices over. God, what is that movie? I know what you're talking about. I don't remember. I think it was on MTV. I love the Wu Tang. Okay, so are we done gushing? You get, you want to go down to the corner? I can go to the corner. You guys want to go to the corner? Doug, go to the corner. Come on, Doug. I don't enjoy that corner. reference. Let's go. Come Doug, on down to the corner. To the corner. Come to the corner, Doug. Stop making it creepy, Russell. And he's not. He's not going to come down there. I. Come uh, on, buddy. Hold my hand. We're going to the corner. I'll hang out here. No, you're going to the corner. Because this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Where the point of this corner, Doug, is for you to say... Ooh, neat. 
You like this corner? It's a good corner, huh? I don't know what's happening. It's my corner. <laughs> All right. Got some hot trivia. Okay. Extremely hot, um, hot. Elizabeth Olsen flew to London to work on this film just two days after she finished filming WandaVision. Ooh, neat. If you think it's neat. Yeah. Oh. You don't have to say it every time. Oh, I don't, you you're all staring at me. I, I was not well staring at you. Here. I was staring at Dave. Hey, this is very cramped Dave's in this goal corner. Is to get us. We haven't explained the corner in a while. Yeah. So for those of you just tuning in or joining us on the podcast, <laughs> I think they're talking about me. Yep, <laughs> mainly Doug. The point of the corner is to say "Ooh, neat," but the point is for Dave to get us to say "Ooh, neat." Yeah, so yeah. He has you're to find like, trivia oh facts. shit, that's neat. Okay. So interesting that we don't already know, yeah. which is difficult sometimes. Yeah, that yeah. We think they're neat. I try real hard. All right. I'm yes. ready. Ready for right. more? I'm in the proper zone now. Yeah. Yeah. The trivia zone. I mean, it is kind of neat that they started filming right after WandaVision because that was like forever ago. Yeah. It's like two years ago. Yeah. And that she had to do WandaVision and then still decided to keep playing the character. Jesus Christ. Anyways, Sam Raimi initially didn't want to direct any future superhero films, having lost faith in himself due to the critical... An audience backlash he received from Spider-Man 3. Uh, due to studio interference from Sony, however, getting the call from his agent about this film encouraged him to try again as he had thoroughly enjoyed the first Doctor Strange film and wanted to see if he could live up to the challenge of meeting audiences' ex- expectations once again. He met my expectations fully. Same. Agreed. Same. I, I'm I'm glad Sam decided to come out of superhero retirement for yeah, right. this movie. I'm also <laughs> Thank glad you, Sam. that he realizes it's Sony's fault and not his. Yes. Just like movie retirement, actually. Like he hadn't directed a feature film in a long time. Sam Raimi's first directed feature film in nine years since Oz the Great and Powerful. Which yeah. was also oh, God. not a good movie. Yeah. He did Oz. No wonder he retired. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say 10 years, but I wasn't sure. So, 9 years. I didn't even know he did that. I fucking hated that movie. James Franco. I mean, I didn't hate James Franco. Kevin Nash isn't a great actor, though. I love Kevin. Yeah. It's like a side character, but main character. Like, the movie's named after him. That's kind of terrible. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I get get the joke. (laughs) Oh, you! (laughs) I got more trivia. I was doing it for him, man. Like, for me. (laughs) I got more trivia. Let's do more trivia. Director Sam Raimi previously added two references to the character Doctor Strange in Spider-Man 2, 2004. Joe's Pizza, where Peter Parker is working at the beginning, and the billboards showing Mary Jane are located on Bleecker Street, the street where Doctor Strange's Sanctum Santorum is located. The title of Doctor Strange was suggested to J. Jonah Jameson as a possible name for Doctor Octavius, which Jameson replies, but it's taken. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good uh, J. Jonah Jameson impersonation. Thanks. That's the only part I can do is that. But it's taken. That's good, though. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, neat. Just wait to hear my Michael <laughs> Kine. Um, so Michael Kine? That's uh, not. <laughs> so we we going to do the rest of the episode as Bane again? I could do that. Oh, yes. It's time to talk about Dr. Strange. I don't care for this. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Thor Love and... Th- I can't do it. 
This movie, Spider-Man No Way Home and Thor Love and Thunder were all filmed at the same time. Spider-Man No Way Home in both New York City and Atlanta, Georgia. Thor Love and Thunder in Sydney, Australia. And this movie in England. Huh. So you're telling me and the audience gotta, not huh. to expect a Doctor Strange cameo in Thor Love and Thunder. I don't know. He could have got a plane. You hear that? Wait, no, it, don't. No, Dave. We're managing expectations here. Oh. Yeah, he sl- <laughs> slung over. He the slingy. slung over to the Dormammu-verse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first Marvel movie to be specifically credited as a Kevin Feige production. I noticed that. Yeah. Oh. I noticed it. I thought it was always there. That had been happening. It's like when Radon blows up the stars and then you realize there were always two moons. Who neat. <laughs> hey, I got one. I don't care. He's giving you like three. Yeah, he keeps panicking. He like he like talks himself. He talks himself into a weird ass corner, and we all stare at him. He's like, uh, 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 neat. All right, moving on. All right, I got a couple more. You ready, Doug? Mainly you. I don't know. I mean, I'm a guest. So. Um, <laughs> while most MCU films are released under the genres of action, comedy, drama, sci-fi, and fantasy, this will be the first film in the MCU to be released under the horror genre. Hmm. Ooh, neat. Horror. Horror. You don't have to do it every time, Doug. <laughs> but you like can. It makes me feel better. I feel like I do. <laughs> this movie was originally meant to be before Spider-Man No Way Home. We talked about that. Before the COVID-19 pandemic. You heard about that? Uh, forced the schedules <laughs> to be altered. Plan-demic. And for this movie to ultimately come after it. What? Unit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got... Um, Six more. Probably. <laughs> I got one more. One more. Or two more. Let's go two more. Uh, the film will be tied into and take place after WandaVision and Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, this is composer Danny Elfman's second MCU film after Avengers Age of Ultron. I already knew that. Oh, I was well, going to guess it. wasn't neat anymore. Well, guess now. Is it... <laughs> I feel like I've paused so long that no matter what I say, is it going to be funny? I'm going to say Avengers Age of Ultron. Correct. But you won the game. Coming. Ooh, neat. He won the hanging big brain with with Dave question. Uh, but that's all I have for the corner. All right, because this has been Dave's trivia corner. Dave's trivia corner. Art. Our like theme song music changes between the front and the back. Oh, it's like super hype, and the and then at the end it's kind of like not so hype. Yeah. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, why do they keep referencing DC superheroes in Marvel movies? Why do they do that? I don't know for funsies. But are they trying to tell us something? I don't think so. (laughs) Amalgam coming soon. What? Yeah, I mean. Disney got a lot of money by the so, WB. Are we going under the cloak? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not prepare that. I know, I'm just kidding. We, we got a do- weird Doctor Strange villain. <laughs> a weird Doctor Strange spell. And a Doctor Strange comic that you read. I got none Come of those on, things, Dave. dog. 
I can go under the cow right now, though. You guys ready to rate this movie? Are we? I am. I am. Okay. I'm going to give it uh, 8.9. Um, He's so scared to give things nines. 8.9. I think it's super fun. And I think it's it's definitely like a very comic book comic book movie. Uh, I like that it's horror. I like you know, we've talked about everything that we like about it. Um, I feel like the depth of the story isn't necessarily there like some of the ones that I've rated higher. Um, as far as like themes and depth of feeling and stuff, <clears throat> I Doug's looking at me like I just grew an asshole on my forehead. Um, because you did. You should probably take that. Take that. Take care of that. I don't actually the dark hole is... with you growing an asshole in your forehead. But the dark okay. hole exudes a heavy toll. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I and you know we've talked about some of the things that we didn't like. I didn't particularly care for the the like the the pacing at the beginning of the movie. Uh, the first time I watched it particularly was kind of jarring, but then like the second time I watched it, it was. Um, I knew what was coming, so it was different. So it it felt better the second time. It's like anal. We keep talking about an asshole on my forehead. I guess. Um, feels better the second time, Doug. Uh, hey, can I, I be excused? Yeah, can we can we stop talking about Shane's chocolate starfish? <laughs> Just the one on my forehead. Um, flavored water. But no, I I I really like it. Um, I just don't think it like reaches that upper echelon of movie um so I, it's really close to a nine but it's not quite there russell 9.5 i'm deducting half a point for it not being long enough although i appreciate the condensed storytelling i th- think they could have added more and i don't mean for cameos like they're the the uh, i just feel like it needs like I don't know, just like 10 or 15 minutes. Like, the original cut being 2 hours and 40 minutes, I would be very, very, like, curious and excited to see. I'm hoping but, we get it so on release. I don't, I don't think we're going to get that. Probably We won't. didn't talk about that. Uh, the, so there was an interview with Sam, um, like a five-minute interview from Collider, I think, where uh, the interviewer was particularly interested in editing, and he asked him about the editing process, and he said that his first cut was somewhere around two hours and 40 minutes. Um, but that was before reshoots, so I don't think we're ever going to see that. Yeah. Just because it's probably got a totally different like plot, or huge plot points are totally different, so I don't think we're going to see the almost three-hour version. We will see, like a lot of deleted scenes and stuff, but I don't think we'll see like that whole thing. Yeah. Um, so my deduction of 0.5 from a 10, which I still have never given a movie a 10, uh, is primarily based on, I, I feel like the movie could have been, uh, even better with just like another 10 or 15 minutes, uh, to like let some of the stuff breathe. Um, but my my favorite thing about the movie is the thing I've seen people complain about the most, which makes sense because it's casual view- viewers. It's people who don't yeah. really know Wanda, uh, like as a character. But like 
Oh, yeah. Wanda is never okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, she is barely always just holding her shit together. And Since 2005. Well, yeah. There was, like, 30 years or 40 years where that wasn't necessarily the case. No. Yeah. There's some West Coast Avengers back in the day where she was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, too. Not crazy, but, I mean, she was okay for parts. Yeah, but, but since I mean, Bendis took over. Well, yeah, she's been full crazy since then. But yeah, so, so, but my favorite, my favorite thing about it is like, and like the lead up to, because like everyone, I've seen people be like, well, we already seen like Wanda as a bad guy, but like Wanda's not really a bad guy in Age of Ultron. She's being manipulated. She doesn't have bad motives. She's like being manipulated, and so. To see her go from where she's come and where she's at in this, and like to see her, because I wasn't expecting her to full on be the villain in the movie. I thought maybe Doctor Strange might have to help her, or like help, like help, uh, get her to like a better like mental space. Like I didn't expect it to be. She is the antagonist of this movie, uh, but. So I really loved that when I, and I was when I was watching it in the theater on the first time. I was like, "Are they doing this? Is this what's happening? Holy shit!" And then all of the like horror elements combined uh, with like her character and like her just steadily getting more malicious throughout the movie. Uh, I really enjoyed. I after she battles with the Illuminati and she like that body of Wanda gets like damaged and she's like all kind of beat up and like limping through the sewers. Oh, that's are they in the sewers. I don't know where they're at. Weird tunnels under the river. Yeah. Under the river. Um, yeah, I loved all of that. Cause she like that too, to me felt very Sam Raimi and like, it's a horror fucking chase scene. And I, uh, so good. So good. Um, so as far as like tone and like themes go of the movie, I really appreciated how like cohesive the tone felt with the story. Um, Cause like, she is like just losing her shit like throughout the movie, but she's also very focused, which I really enjoyed. Cause she's like, this is my motive. This is the thing that I want. And then proceeds to, uh, do everything she can to get what she wants until she realizes that she's wrong. And I also like that as the culmination of the story and the ending, which I've seen people like bitch about. Like they wanted like a defeat. Like she's been defeated by Strange, which I mean, yeah, in like a sense, like America and Strange like collectively like defeated her, but on a more emotional level as opposed to like physically defeating her like we're used to getting with. Mm-hmm. most of the MCU villains. So like I like with the Loki series with Wanda like it being the villain in this like I like where we're going with getting these more in-depth uh emotionally charged villains um where like you really get to like know them. Uh and then the complaint I didn't mention was I didn't particularly like the treatment of America Chavez's character as a character um and that's where I think the movie could have been extended a little bit more was to like give her a little bit more depth and a little bit more dialogue 
but I mean, these like all my complaints are minor. Like it's not it's not anything that I think is like glaringly bad. It's me trying to find stuff that they could have done better, not just for me, but for the story. I rambled. I'm done. Yeah, we're back to the 20 minute Russell rating. I didn't feel like we talked about this movie enough. <laughs> There's so much. Like you started mentioning the like your complaints and like the in depth of the like impact of the themes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, we didn't talk about this enough. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but we're also like at an hour and a half, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave. Hey, it's Dave. What do, we, what do you got? Um, I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. I really, really enjoyed this movie. I am more of a casual Marvel guy. Yeah. Um, I I have like kind of made that sound like there's something wrong with that. Well, there there isn't. There's nothing wrong with that. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Doug thinks there is. That's fine. Um, yeah. I I'm gonna give it a nine. I really, really enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, as a guy who is in love with Evil Dead and like yes. that very horror aspect, like the horror aspect of this thing got me. Like oh, yeah. it grabbed me and I'm like, fuck yeah. There's some spots like where like Wanda like snaps a dude's neck and it's all like evil and shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. Even though like I like that dude. I'm like, no, but also fuck yeah, it was fucking metal. Mm-hmm. Um I was worried she might have killed him in real life. Yeah. She might have. Uh, but I really, really, really liked it. I want to watch it again to get like pick up some stuff that I missed. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was slow. I think it was paced very well. Uh, yeah, nine. All right, Doug. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it a twelve point six, so that it brings the average rating to a ten. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's right. That's a math joke, guys. Uh, what's math? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, stay on focus for a minute. Uh, I this movie. Is my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, it hit every like it. It was almost like it was made for me. Like everything, this movie had everything that I like mm-hmm. in it. Like Doctor Strange is my favorite Marvel hero. Uh, like I love the magic. The and I like the only thing I want to disagree with Russell's rating is like I don't feel like Wanda's vis- motives were evil. Like she, like what she wanted wasn't an evil thing. How she did it was sure. Her yes. method was evil. Yes. Her motive wasn't. Yeah. And I love the fact that she does like learn a lesson. Sure. Like this whole movie is like just the five stages of grief. Like she's in the bargaining stage. You know what I mean? Like denial anger you know like and, and all all of it like it's great uh it is like i hope that this is like inside out where you know psychologists show this to people to understand grief like they do you know like yeah to me this movie was just beautifully and magnificently done yeah there are some like little minor baby things that could be better but as psychological horror and as just a study in the five stages of grief, I feel like this movie is perfect. And 
we got Deadite Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. So 12.6. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to come across like I thought Wanda's motive itself was evil. Uh, so that's that's what I love about it, right? Because she has, like, the thing she wants is... Who wants like, her kids back. Yeah, she yeah. wants her kids back, like anyone would. And then she does learn a lesson. Yeah, I also liked that the lesson is embedded for the people that watch movies and go, why would they do it this way when they could just, when she could just have America send her to a universe where she doesn't exist, blah, 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 whatever. Like, it's in the movie. Like, Wong's like, isn't it enough? And yeah. she's like, no. <laughs> like, I loved that they did that. Because... I, wish, I guess I wish maybe WandaVision or there was some little thing between WandaVision and this that explained the Darkhold more. Because the Darkhold in the comics is basically the Necronomicon from all of other, all Sam Raimi's other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it possesses you and twists what you want and will grant your wishes like an evil genie. Like, so, like, it's just, it, man, that's a good movie. I'll yeah. see it again. It is a good movie. I, yeah. I, I also enjoyed how many people said to me, oh, that have seen it. Oh, now I get what you're saying with, like, how powerful Wanda is. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like she's super powerful, and then she has the dark hold, and she's poop on you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, like, I, I think it does well you? demonstrating that. Bringing up the dark hold. Oh, okay. One of my other complaints yeah. was I don't like that now. It feels like Doctor Strange's third eye is evil. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I. I'm assuming they're not going to go that direction. But like by the end of the movie, you're like, oh well. Wait, now is he bad, Doctor Strange? Because now he has a third eye. That's what I thought, and that's not that's not the case. No, okay. it's the uh, it's the eye of Agamotto, right? Is that it opens his penal gland in the comics? Is it Penis or is gland? it the well, is it the eye of Dormammu? Because he has that for a while too, where Dormammu is pretending to be the eye of Agamotto and corrupting him. Oh, that's interesting. And they go to the Dark Force dimension in that stinger. They do. So that could make sense. Interesting. We'll see where it goes when Benedict Cumberbatch is done taking a break from acting. Do you think be a farmer? Like, Brock Lesnar? Well, no. Uh, <laughs> who was it? Was that. it Hayden Christensen? Somebody. I know he went to a lighthouse at one point. Somebody yeah. went and became a farmer. <clears throat> anyway, Stop <laughs> <the> house. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for this episode of DQP Does the MCU, where we talked about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Thank you for listening. If you would like to see us talk about other shit, like movie news and stuff like that, we have a YouTube channel. You can find us Drafty Quarter Pro- Drafty Quarters Productions on YouTube. We have a show called DKP Weekly. We also talk about movies every week on our uh, regular podcast, DKP Does. Right now we're doing Batman shit. Uh, we're b- about to be done with that in like three weeks, so yeah, catch up with the previous seven weeks of March Batness into June. And um, <laughs> March, April, May, and June Batness. The grind is real. Yeah. 
And we already we, hit we the first, bright spot. We first said we said it like the first day, and like Bill from Indy was like, "Please don't." <laughs> there's so many. There's so many Batman movies. But what we're gonna persevere. We're gonna survive. Because today is Doctor Strange Day. Um, but it's the twelfth. Email us. DraftQ at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, comments. Find us on Patreon and donate a dollar so that we can stop eating out of the uh, McDonald's dumpster in town because uh, it is, uh, it's getting hot out. The food's going to start spoiling much faster. And I don't like mustard. Yeah. Not like that I don't like mustard. Like, I literally cannot stand well, they, mustard. In and they keep mouth. putting mustard on everything because they know we eat out of there and yeah. Russell doesn't like mustard and he talks about it on the show. And I, so didn't, when, get, I didn't get any sauce with my nuggies and I'm mad. Yeah. I got some they sauce usually don't, nuggies. That's gross. Um, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Russell's got a crush on me. I don't know if you know that. Uh, but anyway. I uh, but donate a dollar uh, so we can get some new equipment so we can make better product for you. Um, there is some uh, stuff up there. Eventually, we're planning eventually to put more stuff up there, up on there. Um, but right now, we're just begging. Just put, put the dollar in our hat and move on. Okay? Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Bye. 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 I'm going to read this thing from April 1st of 2021. On Bruce Campbell's uh, uh, Twitter. Exterior woods night. The kaleidoscope like multiverse effect fades away, and Strange finds himself alone in mist covered woods. Strange muttering, How where am I? He raises his hand to once again call upon the energy of the twelve moons of Munipur when the muffled sound of a chainsaw from behind him causes him to turn around. The mist dispersed to reveal a ramshackle cabin with a porch swing. Several windows are broken, and two fist-sized holes appear on the front door. The front door opens, and a disheveled man steps through the doorway. Strange can't help but notice that the man has a chainsaw where his right hand should be. Strange readies his eldritch shields. Disheveled man. Who the hell are you? Strange, cautiously. I'm looking for the Darkhold. Disheveled man. Never heard of it. Strange. It's an ancient book of magic. A grimoire of darkness and evil. The Sheveled Man. Does it have a face on the cover? Strange lowers his shields. He wasn't prepared for such a response. Strange. Um, no? Exterior, Greenwich Village, night. Wong continues tracking the entity down Kiffington Boulevard. Streetlights flicker and steam rises steadily from the sewers. End of page. Dope. Yeah. Sexy. Groovy? Thank you.
It's over. God damn it. <laughs> Stole all your lives. Son of a bitch. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.